Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Trying to be FCC compliant. The revolution starts with the hideout. The hideouts. You guys are so funny and so smart. You're a mongoloid. Enter the hideout. With LFA and G Dubs. And be heard. Oh. I put in the wrong one, J Dubs. Oh, well. I, I, damn it. I wondered why I, there was me saying you're a mongoloid on it. I'm like, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Oh, oh well. Well, I created something good. And uh, you didn't get its full extent. But nonetheless, welcome into the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. Hefe and Dubs. This was the go-between um, open between yeah. the one that we had and uh, the other one. Oh, well. Um, we'll get it fixed for you tomorrow. Whatever the case, welcome. Uh, I am Hefe. That is Dubs. Um, and we got a, an extended show for you this evening, Jay Dubs. Um, no extensions. You, uh, you actually. Now, tell me exactly what is going. All right, first of all, all right. the, the rigmarole. If you want to participate tonight, feel free to do that. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. Now, what happened was on the Ron and Fez show, uh, we did the unsigned, where we uh, got a bunch of like I think like 500 or some local bands sent their stuff in to uh, become a part of this unsigned music adventure. And uh, the first band who brought their stuff in was Well Built. We were really impressed with them, and they they lasted the whole the whole time. And they became one of our finalists in the Well Built contest, which we played. Uh, we took them out to a gig live, them and uh, three other bands, which was Rotoscope, The Speaks, Well Built, and Voodoo Blue. Tonight we're having uh, uh, the the first band and the last band standing, which is both well built. They're going to be doing an hour with the hideout at 1 a.m. So we'll be going from 1 a.m. till 2 a.m. with uh, well built. They'll be coming in. Uh, we'll be talking to them a little bit, and they'll be doing some acoustic. All right, cool. So an extended late night uh, hideout with well built and acoustic music. Now, um, kind of unrelated, but I guess it works out pretty well. Um, Rev 9 is going to be here tonight, the official local band of the hideout. Uh, the boys are here, and um, they are going to be talking about, I guess they have a gig coming up tomorrow. Very good. That we want to um, that we want to uh, chat with them about. I guess we can chat with them about their gig over at the Shark Club and how drunk you were. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather stay away from that, but if you must. And the other thing about that, too, is that... Um, I know we wanted to try to put together a band to sample the beer softened stool songs yes. that we have. Yes. I would like to ask Rev9 to do it. I would too. I would. Our, here's an example of one of the uh, the songs by Beer Softened Stool. Now, this could be one hell of a bash because, Dubs, we will be broadcasting live from Lulu's on Friday, December 3rd. It is the final live broadcast of the year and probably of a very good long time as we will be with Budweiser at Lulu's 
All of the same things apply, 18 and over to uh, get in, uh, 21 to drink, no cover, you mentioned the hideout, and we will have the two trips for two once again, anywhere Independence Air flies, fly.com, all the information on RadioHideout.com. It would be great if they were playing songs like Retard Ball. That would be awesome. Uh, Lulu's December 3rd, there's a possibility that you'll get a live music show, not of Beer Soft and Stool, but their songs. But covers, if you will, stool samples. And retards make good friends, just real fast, because I love that one. So hopefully Rev Nine will say yes. Yeah, we're hoping. Um, if not, we may have to go to a backup plan. All right, J Dubs, we've got all that out of the way. Um, everybody, tease. It's gonna be a very uh, fun, happening, music-filled night here in the Hideout. But first, uh, before we do anything else, it was a uh, a very eventful day, and let's find out what's new. The day according to Hefe and Dubs. This is the opportunity for us to recap this Thursday. Uh, November 11th of the year 2004, according to Dubs and myself, a lot of news headlines. Is that November 11th? November 18th. November 18th. You know what? That's twice this week. If I'm going to give out the date, I've got to get it correct. Yes. November 18th. Um, whatever the case, got to forgive me if I'm a little frazzled, J-Dubs. As we learned at this time yesterday, I got pulled over. Yeah. And I got pulled over... For um, apparently having suspended license tags, which I didn't know about. But as it turns out, it was because I hadn't gone to get my emissions done, some sort of emissions test. And they sent me one notice, and that one notice was it. And then they, my, I've been driving around on suspended tags since May, okay? So me finding this out for the first time when the cop pulls me over, gives me a $275 ticket, tells me, don't pay it. Just go get your emissions test done, and you should be good to go. Cool. So um, I I decide I'm going to be a law-abiding uh, citizen. I'm tired of being an outlaw. I don't want to be a rebel anymore. And so I'm driving around, and I go to various gas stations asking for an emissions test. And it takes me about four gas stations, four little places asking, do you do the emissions test? Do you do um, the inspection? That kind of thing. And finally, after three gas stations, I go to the fourth one there in Silver Spring, and I go, yeah, I'm here for the emissions uh, inspection thing because I saw that he had an inspection sign. Dubs, I did not realize they are two separate things. Now, if I recall correctly, when I was in Texas, yeah. you tested for both at the same time for your car to get registered, and you got one little sticker for emissions – and your inspection, because the emissions fell into the inspection. I guess in the state of Maryland, as he, as the guy told me, and I'd love for people, because I'm still confused, 866-277-4969. I guess in the state of Maryland, you can go to gas stations to get inspections for your car to see if it passes. But not emissions? No. I have to go somewhere on, like, Route 29 in Industrial Parkway, like, far away, I guess, in Upper Silver Spring, to get this taken care of. 
So now it's starting to register in me because I'm looking at the sign for the inspection. Inspection's going to be 55 bucks, which you have to get done, I think, be- wow. before you go register your car again or renew your tags. Then I got to drive up and go to, where is this place? Uh, the emissions thing, which I guess, is, I guess is a government situation. It's a government thing where you go and they test you there. And um, who's, who's sleeping with who here? Who Who's in bed with who where they're making this such a process where you're paying so many different people just to get your car on the road? Right. Now, here's the other thing that I found out. And I, for, I don't want to bore you guys with it, but I kind of feel like this is information that should be out there. Because I didn't know. And if I'm not known, there have to be other people out there who don't know. So I remember when I went to go get my inspection done or whatever the hell done the first go around. Um, it's a racket, dude. There's some sort of conspiracy oh, with yeah. all these little garages and gas stations. That's what I'm saying. Someone's in bed with someone. My car was brand new at that time. And they were like, yeah, um, you passed everything for your inspection. But you're going to need new wiper blades. <sighs> And the wiper blades are $30 each. What? I swear to Christ. And you had to get it done there? Yeah. And well, I'm like, I'm, well, because I'd already spent all the time. They'd already done all the test. So I spent whatever for the uh, inspection, the 55 bucks, and then the $60 in wiper blades. It's the hideout 106.7 WJFK. Uh, it's the day according to Hefe and Dubs. Marvin, you're in the hideout. What's up, bro? Hey, what's up, guys? I can explain to you how it works in Maryland and other states. You have to get your car inspected like every year where they tell you, okay, you need new wiper blades or whatever. But in Maryland, you only have to get your car inspected or by a certified uh, gas station or dealer when you sell a car and you buy a car. The uh, the emissions test is a separate thing where you go to a, like a uh, set up by the government and you get your emissions test tested. Every couple of years, I believe it is. All right, so Marvin, so I don't have to get my inspection then because I had it done last year? Oh, you need- no, in, in Maryland, you don't get your car inspected anytime except when you want to sell it, when you want to exchange it between people. Oh, okay. So you don't pay to get your, like in Virginia, they have to get their cars inspected every year. But in Maryland, it's only when there's a transaction between, you know, two people selling their cars between each other. All right, now this is sweet. All right, so now I just saved myself $55. Marvin, thank you. Hold on, you're winning a prize. Because I thought that I had to do both. And, dude, I try to go on the MVA website where yeah. we get all this stuff handled. There's no answers there. There's, they say you can do everything online if you want to. There are no answers there. Somehow I continue to get screwed on this. Um, let's go to Paul. Paul, you're in the hideout on JFK. Line two is a winner, by the way, guys. Uh, hey, what's up, guys? What's up, Paul? Hey, yeah, man. The whole thing going on with the inspection—it sucks, man. You, you didn't—you know—you didn't have to get your windshield blades changed there. And the guy—the guy told you that he was BSing you because you—you you can go anywhere and get it. If you fail your, your safety inspection, you could what you could. Sorry uh, about that. Did, yeah. Did you double? Yeah, I did. Uh, you didn't need to. I know, but I always do no safety net upstairs. So, um, thank you. I understand what you were saying, Paul. Um. So anyway, Dubs, that was that's what ended up happening to me, and I just I just want to make sure I know and I know it's different in Virginia. You live in Virginia. You've yeah. gone through all this. In Virginia. I've done it all. I know in D.C. it's you know different, 
And I hear, by the way, horror stories about what happens in D.C. Really? When you, I uh, thought it'd be easier. I know it's a lot easier to like to get your driver's license and that kind of stuff if you live in D.C. No, I've heard that the DMV is an absolute nightmare in D.C. But I heard like there's easier parameters. It might be a longer wait or something, but I I I know it's easier parameters. So anyway, Dubs, I was thinking about this. What do you think about this? Why don't I take a tape recorder? And I'm going to take a tape recorder along. Hopefully it'll be interesting. But I want to I want to start tracking this whole process of what has to happen before the end of the month of emissions, court. You think they'll let me take a tape recorder into court? No. I will. I'm going to sneak one in. I'll <laughs> tell you that now. And also, too, uh, getting license and registration and all that crap taken care of. It's just insanity. And it's such a racket. And I feel I feel great now that I just saved fifty five dollars. Eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. What happened to you, man? Well, I, this week has blown by for me, and I, I I'm attributed to one thing. I've been going to bed at four a.m. every night, and uh, waking up at about noon one o'clock. And usually, I'm coming in here around nine ten a.m. every morning. And Which I don't even know why, but okay. Well, because I don't have internet at home. I sit at home, I watch TV, and I feel like I'm more productive if I'm up here and I can, you know, find some stuff to do. Right. But, uh, so, this week I've been trying to stay up later, play a little Madden, do all that kind of stuff at night, kind of unwind, and then go to bed. So my week's been flying by. Now, I know what the problem used to be with you was that your chick uh, used to make you get up and take her to work in the morning. That didn't she, happen. She, she never made me. And well, you kind of did it out of the kindness of your heart. Yeah, right? well, and, you know, sometimes it's raining and stuff, and I'm not going to have her walk even a mile and a half, uh, a half mile right. in the rain. So, yeah, that's, you know, uh, she, hasn't, she hasn't asked me to drive her in about two and a half, three weeks. So I've been able to sleep in at my leisure this you, whole time. You're feeling good? You're feeling refreshed? Oh, I'm feeling great. You ready to go till 2 o'clock in the morning I'm, tonight? I'm ready. Is Well Built going to be in doing a lot, kind of a live music show here yeah. in the hideout with uh, Rev9, who uh, is here, and also Well Built, who will be here. And I know uh, Well Built uh, welcome them to stick around through, through uh, their thing at 1, too. Yeah, so, definitely. So it'd be it'd be fun. Um, in fact, I think the boys are here now from Rev9, so hope we'll probably bring them in. Uh, next break. Up oh, here's Officer Robinson. You're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, um, hey, this is Officer Robinson, Montgomery County. Um, I'm constantly getting questions saying that they can't find a mission place when they're on an um, industrial park. When you make the right turn off of 29, you're gonna come across um, a little cross path street, um, back street. Um, there's no sign saying admission. Oh no. <laughs> So you're gonna have to. Uh, it's gonna be a large building with a couple of like garage-like doors. It's gonna be off to your right. You gotta make your right, your way right to the back area. Now, why do you guys make it so tough to find? Well, I don't think Officer Robinson did, but why? Well, I'm not, I'm not you personally, but you know, why does the state make it so hard to find or the county? Uh, um, I don't have no answer. I, I mean, not even put a sign out there saying, "Hey, emissions this I, way." I have no <laughs> idea. You know what, Officer Robinson is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put you on hold. Bad monkey, get this info from our um our good friend Officer Robinson. And Officer Robinson, you're a winner. Congratulations. And the cops in Montgomery County are great. They really are. So you feel refreshed now that you're on this oh, new sleep system? I feel great. You know, usually about twelve thirty five, twelve forty, I hit the wall and I was ready to go, okay, I just need to go home and go to bed. But since I've been staying up till four You've got the energy. Yeah. It's toward the end of the night yeah, and toward great. the end of the show. Um 
Hey, speaking of like stuff relating to our bodies, Dubs, I may have a hemorrhoid. Now, here's... Well, you're talking to the right man. I've had five. Now, here's the thing, though. And I know we can't get graphic and talking, even yeah. though it's something about our body. I'm not quite sure what a hemorrhoid is. Okay. Or what uh, it feels like. Okay. Tell me the symptoms. Are you itching? Yes. It's most likely one. Does it hurt when you uh, when are I, using? When I go? Yeah. Mm. Like just uncomfortable. Not like a, a extreme pain. I'm going to tell you what to do. It'll, hold on. Well, I'm, I'm still not sure. I've kind of got like this. Um, Is there a bump? No. See, I don't think so. No. But I mean, the bumps usually start off fairly small, so you have to... Well, let me tell you how it happens. First of all, it happened over the weekend because I had so little water and so much alcohol with our buddy Lefty here. That was number one. Then on Monday morning, I was at the gym, and I usually don't go when I'm at the gym, Yeah. but I had to, and I usually use baby wipes. This is something I learned from Star. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I use the baby wipes, and I love them, and with that, I usually... I'm, I'm all clean and good to go, but since I had had no water... Mm-hmm. And I didn't have baby wipes. Let's just say it ended up a mess. And I had to, to clean up a lot, yeah. if you will. Yeah. And ever since then, it's been hurting. That area has now, been hurting, but I don't... Uh, you might have just been uh, not used to the regular TP, you know, and you might have just roughed it up a little bit. So that might be the issue. But I, I'll tell you what to do, what I, I always do. Go get some uh, Preparation H cooling gel. Throw that on there. I guarantee you'll feel better uh, within the next few weeks. Right. I mean, not a few weeks, few days. Corolla, that's your stunt. I Put it you, on. I want you to go get some Preparation H cooling gel. The blue, the blue eye tube. And I want you to apply it <laughs> to me. What? Did you hear that, Corolla? What? <laughs> what are you doing? Nothing. There's everyone's talking, so it's. So you came in here for quiet. I thought you called me in. Come here. Come here. I'm gonna teach a little Russian lesson about radio. Yeah. Ow! Ah! My knee! <laughs> Damn it! Ah! Always pay attention. You hear me? Ah! Aren't you glad you came in here? Yeah. Now, for what I said, go get some preparation H, because that's your next stunt, and you're gonna apply it to me. Preparation H cooling gel. Hurry. Right now? Yes. The blue bottle. Before well, we... uh, there's a uh, there's a Rite Aid and there's a CVS. Either one. I hope you learned your lesson, son of a bitch. All right, Dubs. I guess we should take a break. A um, couple quick calls, kind of relating to everything. So far, okay. recap. You're rested. I may have a hemorrhoid, and I don't know what's going on in the state of Maryland. Uh, Amv, you're in the hideout on JFK. You there? Hello. Yo. What's up, bro? What's going on, fellas? Yo. Yo, that, uh, young, if you go up to the admissions, young, they'll hook you up, young. Just talk to somebody if you fail. So you just got to, like, slip them a 20 or something? Uh, shoot, it's more like 50. <laughs> oh, really? But if you slip them a 50, everything's cool? Oh, yeah, man. They, but it's still a big racket, man. I had a friend who, like, a couple years ago, they told him he failed. He went to uh, get his car fixed. It was, like, $1,400 so he could pass. What? Yeah. All right, see, I didn't realize that I could actually... I just thought I had to go get tested. I didn't think that I'd have to go get anything fixed. Nah, if you if you don't pass, you have to go get something fixed. Yeah. Oh, Christ. They make you fix it. Uh, 
usually they'll try to get you to fix it right away, like right there. By the way, yeah, how do you know if you have bumps on your butt? Well, it, once once you uh, once you get one of these things and you feel very uncomfortable, you got to feel around. All right, I've had enough. <laughs> thank, thank, thank you. Uh, I, I don't want to be graphic, but yeah. So, so should I do like some sort of like a not a mammogram, but you know, yeah. like a mammogram for my ass. Mm-hmm. And you All don't, right, you, don't have to, you don't have to do anything. <sighs> I, you, the, I've had enough. That's fine. I know what you you're just saying. you just feel the surface. Okay, I'm good. Thank you. Because you can usually tell just by that. Fair enough. Dubs, let's do this. I'm trying to help you out here. Um, a couple of things we didn't get to get to because the day, according to Hefe, um, you said you had a newfound respect for somebody. Yeah, uh, George W. Uh, not George W. But uh, George Bush Senior. All right, George H. Bush. George right? H. Uh, yes. George Herbert Walker Bush. Or I, I thought it was preparation. Oh, okay, but uh, why? How's that? Um, I heard him uh, give a speech for uh, Mr. Bill Clinton today. Well, to Bill Clinton. Yeah, he's always Mr. in my book. King Bill Clinton. Yeah, I, I wish. I wish it was King Bill Clinton. Right. But I, uh, he had his uh, library ceremony today, and I thought that uh, George Sr., George H., gave a great speech for him. Okay. And uh, was actually kind of funny, you know, very easygoing, and uh, was very, very nice to him. Do you have a clip of that? Yeah. Let me, uh... Uh, well, I'll tell you what, let's play it. If you said it's so, you know, so great, let's play it when we come back. We'll play that when we come back. Um, also, too... Uh, the White House has sent something to you and I, and I want to play that for you as well. So we'll do that. We'll also come back with Rev9. Um, real fast, Steve, before we go to break, you're in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Last call this break. What's up? Steve. Hey, hey, how you doing? What's up, brother? With your uh, rear end, all you got to do is go to a dermatologist, and he'll tell you what's wrong with it. I'm not going to go to a dermatologist just because I may have a little itchy, itchy back there. Just, That's the thing. You can you can try like some uh, uh, yeah, just try tenactin, and they usually treat stuff like that too. All right, tenactin. All right, yeah. Corolla, put that on your list. Yeah, it says it on the box. It says treats jock itch, uh, you know, ringworm, psoriasis, blah 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 blah. So uh, that's all you have, may need. Have you ever had ringworm? Ring. No, I've never had ringworm. Ring is the worst. It it just looks bad. And you know what? I had a cousin who had a ringworm. We got it from a dog. Now that I think about it, when I was a kid, she had a ringworm, and she had it, like, on her forearm. And it I had one patch on my shoulder. We used to get a lot from the wrestling mats. They used to, uh, the wrestling mats, the rubber wrestling mats, they used to get, if, if they got dirty. That's why in wrestling, you see everybody uh, bleaching the mats after every uh, every practice. So she got it from the dog. You can get it from wrestling mats? Oh, yeah. Wrestling mats are just a... Not, is it an actual worm? I don't think so. I, I thought it looked like a worm. It looked like it was a worm that was in her arm. I know it's like skin contact also. Like if you bump shoulders, it, oh, you can get it that way. Yeah, like uh, that. It's like real easy to get. It, like, even pro wrestlers get it. In, uh, in, wrestling, what? in wrestling, if you get ringworm, you are not allowed to wrestle until, you, uh, until a dermatologist rules that it is dead. What's wrong with the human body? There's something legitimately wrong. What's going on out there? All right, that was the day, according to Half and Dubs. A lot we didn't get to. A lot of stuff we'll cover. Again, it's a special three-hour edition of The Hideout. Yes, Tommy Bateman, producer. I miss Phil. All right. Um, maybe we'll... You know what? Well, maybe we'll come back with a little Phil. Actually, Matt Albert's thought of the day actually has to do with Phil a little bit. All right, well, I want to hear that next. Quick break. A lot to get to. It's The Hideout, 106.7 uh, WJFK.
MyNameIsPhil.com. Keep a secret. Late at night when I try to sleep, I get a feeling that gives me the creeps. I'd like to tell you just a little bit more. Please wait while I shut the door. What happened to you? I'm in a situation here. We have to leave now. Well, no, can we stay a couple more minutes? Dude, no. This is serious. I just sharted. I don't know what that means. I tried to fart. I just sharted. And let's go. The Hideout. Yeah, yeah. With El Hefe and J Dubs. Get your ass up and hurt, bruh. Uh. The Hideout. With El Hefe and J Dubs. Degradation. And everybody's happy. On 106.7 WJFK. WJFK, that was the, uh, this is the latest discovery of the hideout, thanks in part to our producer Tommy Bateman, as, um, that's Phil Hill from MyNameIsPhil.com, he was on the air last night with us. And this is the new hit. Because it won, in fact. Yeah, the cage match. The, I know, cage match. I hate saying that we did that. Um, oh, Matt Albert actually had a thought of the day. Let's hear Matt Albert's thought of the day. My thought of the day. Zaxxon goes to gay bars. All right. What makes you think at all that Phil would be a mo? I don't know. He did say hideout. That's a key word. our number i thought we were supposed to call the guests phil come on man stop calling us you live in washington how the hell no i don't i know the referral number that you traced is um is in washington i move around a lot that's just where i connect to when i like shut the hell up dork man stop (laughs) breathing into the goddamn phone what do you want we got busy show no i I needed to i felt the need for an an intervention i heard you talking i um you know i can listen to you even though i'm often far away from you i can listen okay i have have wires congratulations i I need you to um to be very careful for your own safety that if you go to the right aid and you get the ointment yes you need to avoid. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Avoid getting the green tube of of the the aforementioned ointment. Why? Don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> He's always trying not to laugh. I love it. <laughs> the, the, the green tube has been. They have. They have been putting a chemical in there. They they are spiking the green tube, and you should get the blue tube. The green tube. Uh, hold on a second, well, Phil. Hold on. Somebody wants to talk to you. Um, Bill, you're in the hideout on JFK. F.A. Dub, Phil. Bill Milliken, Baptist P.I. Paranormal Investigations. Listen, hypothetically, I've got this alien, right? And I started to stab him. And then I had this huge knife. I, was, I must have stabbed him like 
50 times. I could not find a major artery. Now, Phil, please tell me, what is the best way to kill this alien? What color was his skin? It's green, of course. What kind of uh, question is that? When, did, did he come to you in, in the physical world, or did he come to you in your dream? Phil, are you a retard? I'm telling you, this alien's here. I'm stabbing him. What do you think? I'm asleep. What's the password? It might be Zagon. Zagon. All right, thank you. Disconnect this. Phil, I've had enough. I'll take two grams of whatever Phil's on. Mantan making a special appearance in the hideout. One of our boys, by the way, uh, Retard Ball is here as well. Um, <laughs> it's a very special night in the hideout tonight. Mantan, where you been hiding, bro? Man, I've been hiding in the rocks, boards. You, you working know. hard or what? Hardly working, actually. You know, it's just chasing skirts, working. Are you, are you going to be able to come out to our next live gig at certainly, Lulu's? Certainly, certainly right. I'll be there. Mantan will be at the live gig at uh, Lulu's. I'm free and single. I have to prowl the crowd. It's I, 18 and overnight, right? Yes, it is. Oh, that's even better. By the way, um, your Polish chick was at the last Lulu's gig. Really? I swear to Christ she was there. That's what that's what I heard. That's what I heard. Um, Are you guys still together? Or is no, that... no, no. She's, she should be back in Poland. I don't know. I mean, she may have used it as a convenient excuse to get rid of me, but hey. She, uh, it worked out for the both of us, really. All right. Um, here's the other thing that's going on, too. Um, I guess Rev9 is here, and we need to talk to them, J-Dubs. Um, um, we want to talk with uh, Retard Ball as well. Um, but you sent me a voicemail. Voicemail. About uh, the new baseball team in D.C. What was that yeah, about? Yeah, I was actually seeing if you wanted to go into some tickets, you know. Me and you and a couple of people, we can split some tickets, go down there, support the new team. Dub I'm a Cubs fan at heart, but... You know, I'll baseball's love the, baseball. Love the, yeah. exactly. Love the Cubs. Watch the Nationals or whatever they should be called. The Expos. I think or, they should be called the Bullets. Now, why is it that they did not? Uh, they haven't today. The app. The uh, owners had the opportunity to vote right on the Expos' right. official move, and they didn't vote. Do you have any ideas to why that is and what happened? Is there a, is there a chance that DC may still end up getting screwed no. and not get baseball? Well, why didn't they vote? Then? I, I think I think the chance is is remote, of course, but I still think the area will get baseball. Man, because I kind of have my heart set on this now, don't you, Dubs? Are you, know, you excited about going out to RFK and watching a little that's, baseball? That's no, why I don't believe it. Don't lose it. <laughs> You're not? Oh, no, not at all. You can go out there, drink a couple of four dollar beers. And be home by six. Catch their metro. That's Phil. Have someone else drive. We didn't say somebody walked by. Was that Phil? No. <laughs> Is he an engineer? Yeah. I bet Phil's a radio engineer in his in his uh, real life. It wasn't that cute redhead. That's all I know. All right. You actually said that. Um, what did you think, Dubs? I swear to Christ. Yesterday, <laughs> I was this close to saying that the whole Terrell Owens thing uh, with Desperate Housewives was racial. Yeah. And I, I wish I had said it because then as soon as we're off the air, I see the thing about Tony Dungy yeah, saying the same thing. Yeah, you thing. should. I mean. Mantan, did you think that whole I, Monday Night I Football thing? I took no thing? offense, but there would have been no humor without the without the racial undertone. But, you know. So I actually, I look at it. And so the whole funny thing then was supposed to be that here you had this blonde white chick who was going to sleep with the black man. Is that what was supposed to be funny Not about Not necessarily, it? but what what makes it funny is like just exactly what he said it wouldn't have been funny with uh art rooney or someone older in there but it's funny of course with you know terrell owens being a first of all who he is and also it's the black man blonde thing i don't think the intent was racism but it's not funny without that stereotype you know what i think it would have been funnier with andy reed personally <laughs> that would have been that would, that would have been funny do you think that's why there was all the uproar was because it was the 
Actually, he's the bad boy of football, Terrell Owens, in a way. I mean, he's not really in trouble, well, but he's the one who's put out there I, that way. And then, you know, with the with the white woman? Not, no, no, that's. I don't think that's the problem. I think the problem is that uh, media is generating its own media right now. I mean, you know, they're making the stories, so, I mean... Well, the election's over. We need something to exactly, do. Exactly, exactly. So, I, I mean, but, but anybody can admit to themselves... The skit wouldn't have been funny. The skit wouldn't have went over if it wasn't a black man of some sort. And the white, you have to have the opposites. It's almost like, you know, if it was Aretha Franklin, they probably would have had some Jewish guy or some other, you know, polar opposite of it. I mean, it's not funny if you just got. And I didn't realize that it was funny to have interracial sex. Well, That's no, 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 it's not funny. But think about think about the movie like White Men Can't Jump. In the, white uh, Men Can't Jump. That movie wouldn't have been any movie or any good if there wasn't that stereotype of White Men Can't Jump. I yeah. mean, there's the whole, you know, stereotypes are funny. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I'm buying the funny angle. I just, I, to me, to me, that's why it's there was, hilarious. that's why there was all the uproar because it was black man, white woman. They, I think, not so much that I don't think that's what they're going for to like be funny, but I think that's why so many people, cause I saw the clip. I was right. on a website. I finally got to see the, the, the bit that they're talking about with well, Desperate that, Housewives. You, you watch news. They show it still on the news, and you know? Let, let me say this. Let me give it to Kevin Wheeler, who does the overnights from Sporting News Radio. He brought up a great point, and I wish other people would say We're it, too. We're doing listening. I was just stop. Um, I listen to Kev. He, um, he's like, how dare these hypocrites? And this is the same thing we've been saying. Mm-hmm. How is Tagliaboo? How are any of these people going to come out and apologize for this crap when... All you got to do is wait to the first commercial break after, you know, the first turnover on downs or whatever. And you're seeing the uh, the scantily beer uh, chicks, oh, the course, twins dressing, course. running around. You got the Levitra so that you can get a stiffy. You have all that stuff the NFL doesn't worry about. Yet you have a little skit, which, by the way, wait, was- Levitra gives you a stiffy. Yeah, that I think that's because the powers that be, <laughs> the powers that be groups like the FCC, they know who they can't beat. No, you can't beat. You do just exactly. You, they know who they can't beat, so they pick on everybody else. It's that easy, you know. You, you can't screw with the advertisers. Exactly. I mean, what FCC going to sue Philip Morris? Get over here. Everybody in this country is trying to sue those people. It's just the uh, they push what they want. Again, they're holding us the black man down. Exactly. And you put it all on the black man. And people just need to realize. I mean, I think the stereotype is so true, easy. but it's true for all men. All men want to have sex with all women of all color at all times. No, let's be honest. We all want white women. They're nice too, but I'm saying unless you're white, <laughs> then you, you kind of want. Dubs, yeah, as the white guy, uh, do you uh, do you find yourself craving like an Asian or a Latin or a black chick? Oh, I, I know, I know, Dubs craves the chocolate. I know, oh, yeah. he's, I need yeah. to see some of that ghetto deliciousness. Yeah, the dunker walking around just jiggling. I don't love think, it. I don't. In fact, <laughs> shut up. I don't. <laughs> I don't think you'd know what to do. Oh, come I, on, please. I think you'd... Who are you talking to here? Yo! I think you'd feel very awkward if you were with someone... Uh, smacking it, grinding. Who wasn't uh, your skin color. I think you'd have issues. I don't think you'd be able to perform. They'd have good-looking kids, though. Yeah. I don't with even the, with know. that good hair. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I see what you're saying. All right, man. Tim, it was good you stopping by. Hey, thanks for having me in, fellas. Thanks for having me in. And um, I guess we'll get caught up with you at some point, but hopefully we will see you at Lulu's. You will see me at Lulu's. You will see me here and there. All right. We'll see I'll you. probably come by next week, bring you guys some grub or something. Nice. These guys trying to outdo me. Thank you. Uh, yes. Right. Retard steak. bulb. Steak. 16-ounce steaks. I, I want Ooh. the burgers.
Um, all right, thank you so much, man. Thanks for I having me. I enjoyed by. the steaks last time, Brian. Beats and hair grease. All right. <laughs> um, Dubs, I got to say this, man, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, I think we should break now. Okay. So that we can come back and bring in Rev 9. Fine with that. Let's come back in. Let's bring in Rev 9. And let's talk about the Lulu's gig that's coming up um, on Friday, December 3rd. The last one with Budweiser of the year. Um, of at least months, in fact. And I also want to say this, too. We're going to have, hopefully, somebody out there doing the uh, covers of Beer Soft and Stool songs. <laughs> uh, we will have the Two Trips for Two Anywhere Independence Air Flies, fly.com. We will also um, be doing some stunts. What do you think about kind of getting into the Christmas mood at that point, too? It's completely uh, timely. You, you know, th- I think it's not too early. Do you think that some of the stuff we should do should maybe, like, stunt-wise, maybe we... uh Abuse Santa Claus or Baby Jesus? Not Baby Jesus. All right, just Santa. Just Santa. Come on. I just want... You're going a little bit too far. I haven't been to church in over 10 years, and I think you went too far there. All right. You don't touch the Baby Jesus. All right, we're not going to touch the Baby Jesus. Just Santa. We'll take a break. We'll come back. A fat man's ours. Uh, <laughs> coming up at, um, whatchamacallit, 1 o'clock, Well Built will be in. For their uh, unsigned party, if yeah. you will. But next, the official uh, band of the hideout, Rev 9, in next in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. The hideout featuring LFA and J Dubs. Give me a rusty hanger. I'm going to bore the hole right out of you. The hideout, 106.7 WJFK. LFA. What would our first date be like? Well, uh, first I'd take you shopping to the stores you'd want to shop in. And then we'd do a little lunch, probably at the cheese house, followed by some golfing. And then at night, uh, we'd take in an opera, probably deflator mouse. And then I'd follow it all up with a drive to a secluded beach where I'd pop on the radio and, and then we could slow dance till the sun came up. JJJ Dubs. That was the biggest load of crap I've ever heard. I mean, look at you. You're the kind of guy that would beg for sex. And I should know. We can smell our own. It's the hideout. LFA and J Dubs. All right, welcome back into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK Special Edition. Going until 2 o'clock tonight because Well Built will be coming in studio. Um, Ron and Fez unsigned winners get an hour of uh, radio time, and they'll be jamming acoustically, Dubs. It'll be fun. Very stoked about that. So uh, plan on uh, making it a late night and sleepwalking through Friday because the Hideout's going till 2. Um, 866-277-4969, RadioHideout.com. Has all of the information on the live gig coming up at Lulu's. Speaking of dates, I got this email, Dubs, at jfkhideout at AOL.com. Um, subject line, who's El Jefe taking to the Marilyn Manson show? Um, I listened Monday through Wednesday to the second hour on my way home from work. Last night I heard Jefe say he wasn't going to take hot gin. Um, so has he asked anyone else? Signed, Gina. Gina, I have not asked anyone else yet. And are you interested? You're such a whore. <laughs> what do you mean? You're just searching for someone. I really am. Anyone that can type on a computer. Ah, come on, baby. Let's rock. Turns me on. <laughs> um. Oh, I've got it in my hands right now. What uh, are you doing? Yeah. The blood is flowing. Um. 
Oh, speaking of chicks. Ew. No, I mean like, you know, to the area and... Okay, never oh, mind. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's kind of sexy, too. Like a gunshot wound. Um, I want to say Tia and Rita will be in tomorrow. Yes. With the date with... Oh, all right, I got, I got, speaking of uh, email real fast, let me get on RadioHideout.com real f- so I can check my personal messages. I love this. I love that we have the email and the personal messages because I got another one from Private Pile. Private Pile, first go-round, offered to give me all right, all right. a PS2, get, get PS2 because he met at Lulu's, our last gig. I love Tia. He met Tia, and so he offered a PS2 if I could somehow hook them up again. So this personal message came. Hey, El Jefe, it's all set up tomorrow that Tia is coming in. Actually, he just said that Tia is coming. Uh, I will get you a PlayStation. Don't feel guilty. You're helping me out. Kane will take care of anyone for you if they ever mess with your Dubs 5000. By the way, no punctu- uh, punctuation marks and no capitalization. Just I think oh. Private Pile was in a hurry. I think he was on his way to Target to buy my PS2. Private Pile. I can't believe you're Hold on. I sent him a reply, and I'm saying it now. Private Pile, do not buy me a PS2. It is my pleasure as your favorite radio host, one of four, apparently, me, Dubs, Ron, and Fez, you do not have to buy me a PS2. As much as I want to take it, I'd feel really guilty, and I, I cannot accept the gift. Now, if we went through a third party, and you wanted to give the PS2 to Cicada, uh just for being fat and red-haired, and then Cicada wanted to no, hand it. And no. We can't go through an indie? No. Don't don't accept it. I'm that, not that going to. It. I'm not going to accept it. Do you really think I would accept yes, this? Yes. You are that desperate for a PST right now. You're right. But I'm serious. You came over to my house Sunday night just to drop off my bag, and you wanted to borrow it. And all I, you I, Did you play, play it, it that not, night? Yes. God I, damn it. I played it till like 4 a.m. Did you really? Yeah. <sighs> all right. I'm serious, Private Pile. I'm not going to accept Even if you buy it, I'm going to give it back to you, and I'm going to give you the receipt, and I'm going to demand that you take it back. I cannot accept your PS2. What if Phil builds you one? Um, <laughs> Phil can build me one, yes. Uh, and also, allow me to say, I feel a little guilty about accepting a new PS2. A used one? It's worth bargaining. From who? You. No, I'm not Christ- giving you mine. For Christmas. No. How about this? You give me yours, Private Pile gives you the one that was meant No. Okay, you know what? Never mind then. We're not going to do it. Take it back, Private Pile. <laughs> Just take it back. Dub, Daddy Dubs won't allow me. Um, Someone has to stop you. You're a maniac right now. I got to have it, dude. I got to have it. Uh, all right. Let's You're bring- making Geronimo money. Stop. You're such an ass. Uh, bring in Rev9, our boys, Rev9. Rev9music.com. They're the official local band of the hideout. Oh, I actually started all this with the email from Gina. I don't really have, I don't have anyone to take the Manson. Do you want to go, Dubs? No. Why? Because I don't do anything on the weekends. Please. No. You really don't want to go? No. All right, let's bring in the boys. Here they are. The official local band of the hideout, Rev9. We met them a long time ago. In fact, the story is all over RadioHideout.com. They came in. Jesus, did we first meet them on our on my birthday? Yeah, the birthday show when they brought in the lovely uh, strippers from um, um, Good Guys, um, uh, Brooke and uh, Olivia and whoever else was with them. Um, but uh, it, it's uh, Todd and the Dean, Danny, 
Eric, and how do you what is this one? GI or is it GIG? <laughs> G G. Is it just G? Yeah. All right, G. He spells it GI. Um or JI. JI, whatever the case. Now, what's <laughs> odd is that here we have the boys. It's rock and roll. Uh they're amazing rock stars. The front man is maybe the best front man in in I'm gonna say in the area. I mean, you go watch this kid. We saw him. When was the gig that we went to go see Dubs? Where you got just completely drunk? And it was. Made an ass uh, of it was a Halloween weekend. Halloween weekend. We went to go see him at and the I Shark Club. I appreciate that. Thank you. And um, Todd is out there in the the same shorts that Jim Carrey was wearing in Cable Guy when he was playing basketball. Yeah. Those John Stockton. Um, Coochie cutters. We'll just say that. So, you're out there in a sweatband. Basically, you got the whole Jim Carrey cable guy basketball outfit on. You're just rocking out, Todd. <laughs> Today, you walk in, you're corporate Todd. You've got a suit yeah. on, you got a tie on. That's stuff for the radio. This, yeah. isn't, this isn't rock and roll. What are you doing, man? Well, I got a real job. You have a real job? I have and a, a kid job. to support. Oh, that's right. Oh, that yeah, happened yeah, last yeah, time he was in, too. He did the support, so. Um, you found out yeah. you, you had sex with someone in Florida. and How'd that all work out? Anything going on? Uh, actually, I went home. Um, uh, the, all the locks were changed, and um, and I was asked to leave. All right. So, um, but other than that, you know, I kind of convinced her that I didn't do it. Now, you guys have a gig going on. Nadim, tell us where you guys are going to be. I guess tomorrow, is it tomorrow night you guys are, you got a live show? Yeah, we're playing at T.T. Uh, T. Reynolds. Okay. Which is right down the street. Yeah, that's right yeah. over here, isn't it? Yeah. Nice uh, nice place. What time? Um, I believe we're going on around 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock. Uh, that's yeah. when the hideout goes on. God yeah. damn it. So, yeah. um, Best stuff. Mixtape. Mixtape at 11. Yep. And we'll be in here at 1130 after watching the boys from Rev 9. Who else playing tomorrow night? Um, Danny, who else is going to be out there with you guys? Uh, well, we got our friends from New Jersey, uh, Agents of Man. They're going to be playing. They're actually opening the show. And then uh, we're playing. And then the Speaks. Oh, sweet. The Speaks are going to be around. Perfect. Um, All right. Let's talk about the Shark Club gig. Okay. (laughs) Um, It was your welcome back. The Speaks were there with you guys. Um, A couple of of other bands were there. And it was the first show after a year off. How did it feel being back out on the scene again? I got electrocuted. (laughs) <laughs> that was the first feeling that I felt. All right. Well, that the, sounds the, good. The stage was covered with beer, because I guess from uh, the Speaks. Right. So I'm right. slipping around trying to find everything. And, of course, everything's going wrong, as you guys probably saw. And I try to I plug something in the back and got completely electrocuted. Dubs has so no I didn't really know what was going on until the next day anyway. But did it feel good being back out on stage? It was definitely cool to have everybody uh, back out and the place was pretty packed. And uh, obviously the crowd got crazy, which was real cool. Of course... By the time we went on, everybody was just plastered. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm part of everyone. So here's uh, what here's what happens. Dubs and I, we want to go support the official local band of the hideout, Rev9. We go to the Shark Club. We had already done a little drink, and in fact, we... I, I drank before you even came over to pick me up. We called the mixtape that night, which runs on Saturday nights. It's some of the better stuff from the week. And we're basically begging on the air for directions to the Shark Club because we're having trouble finding it from Dubs' place. We get there... And um, I guess we decided to go ahead and start drinking we just start- SoCo and lime, beers, tequila. Yeah, we're doing shots of 1800. Yeah. Um, so we there were a lot of there was a lot of drinking to to be had. Yeah, of course. Of and course. we watched the first band. Then we watched the Speaks go on. They did a great job, and we're all ramped up for Rev Nine. 
Todd um, asked us, I guess, to introduce you. Yep, you guys did a wonderful job. Well, we were right. more, wonderful job. Right. We, were, right, we were more than happy to. Now we Afbay did a wonderful job. Now here's the thing: we go up there, you know, and um, we're excited. You know, it's always fun to introduce a rock band, and so Bateman. You were probably the most coherent out of all of us who were there and the most embarrassed. <laughs> what did you see as we're getting up to introduce Revna? Well, you got on the stage just fine. Dubs tripped twice getting up. <laughs> it, was, it was a tall That's stage. That's usually how, how drunk we are. That's usually how drunk we are when we play. Um, so you're tripping on the stage, and then what happens? Then Hefe goes, I'm El Hefe, and that's J-Dubs from the hideout after Ron Fez on WJFK. Also home of Don and Mike and Howard Stern. And then Dubs goes, you didn't mention Ron and Fez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, and then, so then, here's the thing. Forget the fact that we're in a bar and we're trying to hype the crowd up for Rev 9. We all of a sudden think it's the hideout and we start doing our show and I'm, I did say Ron and Fez asswipe and so. Did you? I said, oh, my I didn't hear it. And so we're up there basically doing a little radio show and everybody's like, hurry up, get off stage. We've been waiting for a year to watch Rev 9. <laughs> And um, but anyway, we introduce you guys, and you you guys go on, and obviously Rev Nine kicked ass. Rev Nine Music dot com. Now the other thing about this too, <laughs> that I that I saw that was a lot of fun, and I want to talk to you, Todd, lead singer specifically about this. <laughs> so it's uh, there are about two or three songs, and you guys are playing um, Welcoming Judas, right? Okay. And it's it's great song. The place is literally going crazy with the mosh pit. I mean, in fact, I see your chick getting thrown around like a rag doll, <laughs> which is the best. Yeah, she definitely uh, she went in there with uh, with a vengeance, and she got knocked down a couple times, but got back up and started punching again. So, so Dubs walks up to the stage <laughs> in the in the middle of the song and taps Todd on the shoulder and says, "Come here now." At this point, I'm saying... I don't remember any of this real. I, I really don't either, but... I, I'm not going to say I didn't do it, though. <laughs> Did it happen, Tommy? I think we need to go to a videotape. Next time they come in, we'll have to have a videotape. Did anyone else it, in the band see this happen to Dean, Danny? Because you guys were rocking out. I'm sure you didn't even notice. Um, but, so, Dubs goes up. And he, Did you see that, Tommy? I don't remember seeing that, but I was I was probably looking because there's a lot of hot chicks. There. So you're the only one that saw this. I swear to Christ, I, I don't doubt it though. I don't <laughs> doubt it either. I really don't what doubt do it. Want? Well, that's I, how, yeah. I don't remember. So he walked I, up. I must have wanted something. You guys are about to it, do the big finale of the song. He taps Todd on the shoulder, says, "Come here," and so Todd's like, "All right," and Todd goes down and leans in, and Dub says something to him, and Todd gives him the. Yeah, okay, whatever, whatever drunk. drunk <laughs> Turns back around and then finishes the song and you know and and the and the great way that you finish it. And so I was hoping, Todd, that you have uh, the slightest idea I, of what it was. I'm sure I'm sure whatever I said he couldn't hear over the music anyway. It's probably like nice shorts or something yeah. like that. <laughs> I I I, t I tell you yeah, I think you take yeah. a shorts off. I I tell you, man, I, I I've like so many people were coming up to the to the stage and the, and they were oh so I wasn't the only one I don't feel like so they were bumping into you I know the, the pedals and stuff like that and I've actually had a guy was like a, was supposed to be a rock star or something like that as a has his costume had a guitar in his hand and it kept on racking me in the groin <laughs> like three times in the middle of songs and then that people was my kept, chin sorry and then people kept on trying to pull down like pull down my little uh shorts right but thank goodness i had the fanny pack on to cover it oh, so it was cool you know what i mean uh, i forgot now let me say do you wear the fanny pack as a joke because i actually use the fanny pack actually uh, fanny packs are in 
I use it at the gym. I keep my iPod in it. I oh. keep my tanning goggles in there and my keys. So your, your tanning goggles? <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing I do. Let me see. All right, <laughs> hold on. Let me let me let me tell this. It's pretty bad when no one thinks you're gay because of the fanny pack. But when you say tanning goggles, let, let me say <laughs> this. When I work out at Gold's Gym, by the way, we're talking uh, Rev Nine, official local band of the Hideout, one hundred six point seven WJFK. I tan. Because I'm Latino, and unfortunately, I didn't get the good skin. I got very light skin. I wish I was darker, but I tan very well. So when I go into the tanning booth... How long has it been? Stop. I just I actually I'm tanning tomorrow. That's what I'm my head. It's sad that G, the new bass player who's Asian, is darker than you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> very, funny, very funny. Very funny. It's not funny. It's sad. <clears throat> tan easily too. Um. Well, here's the thing. Thank you, G. I um. You're not supposed to tan. You're drunk. So what I decided I do. It. No, what I decided to do is I wear the fanny pack. Oh. <laughs> That's the gayest visual. Into, into in the, the tanning hacks. And I cover the junk with the with the fanny pack. So you have a tanny, uh, a fanny pack tan, right? Yeah, you have a in fact, tan line from the fanny pack. And not only do I have a tan line, and the the fact that that can cover your junk, sad. I know. Yeah. Hey man, I, I'm there with them, man. Cause like I said, if when they pull the shorts down, the fanny pack was there to save me. So it was and cool. And I'll show you. I got like a little tanning, like not line, but block. I don't want to see it from the fanny pack. Please. I'll pass. All right, maybe later. So Rev9, again, you guys are going to be at T.T. Reynolds tomorrow, right? Right. Yeah. It's happening tomorrow night. Now, let me ask you this. Guys, this is the official local band of the hideout. We give you this promotion. We'd like something in return. I don't know how busy everybody is, okay? <laughs> okay. We stumbled across greatness when we were in Michigan, and we did what was called the Homegrown, where everybody in Michigan would send in their CDs. We found this amazing band called Beer Softened Stool. All right, and <laughs> and what a great name! They do. In fact, let me go to the website. There's a link on RadioHideout.com. They do three hits. All right, I guess the band's broken up. We try to get a hold of them. They're not around. Okay. All right. We would like for you guys, if possible, when we broadcast live at Lulu's on Friday, December third, we would like for you guys to do what we are calling stool samples. I wonder if it would be possible for you guys to learn the songs and perform the songs. Now, before you say yes or no, I want you to hear the songs. Okay? <laughs> I, I, musically, it's not hard. You guys, you blow them away. So is that the only way we can get into Lulu's to play for you guys is other people's music? No, no you, you'll be able to play your music Yeah, you well. do your stuff, too. Mm-hmm. But this is the fun stuff. All right? Okay. Now, let's. what do we start with first? Because there are three songs. Let's start off with... Uh, We'll start off with Retard Ball. Retard Ball. Retard. L- listen to the lyrics. <laughs> That's the greatest thing. <laughs> Is it turned up in the back? Listen yeah. to the lyrics and let's see if uh, here's Retard Ball from Beer Soft and School on Hideout. Welcome to the Recharge Ball tonight. 
there's retard ball. All right, now that instant classic. Do you think you guys can? I mean, can you pull that one off? It sounds like it's real hard musically. <laughs> I, I think the only person that would have a problem with it would be me. But you don't think you could do that? That's that's kind of difficult vocals. Dubs. A lot of words to remember. A lot of words to remember. Use use a lyric sheet. We you don't want care. me to go up there with the cheat yes. sheet. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> like you're Janine Garofalo doing stand up. It doesn't matter. All right, let's give him another hit. Okay. Let's, let's do sensitive gay lover. Uh, Are you listening to this? <laughs> now, I know you boys can do this. This one has more lyrics, but we only have the uh, edited version on here. So. Now, do you want us to sing exactly? Or no, do you want us, you, to, do, no. you want us to do the heavy cool. or something yeah, like that? Because the chorus is what you want anyway. You right. can blah, 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 gay ball. Yeah. Or retard ball, ball, whatever ball, it is. Gay lover. Gay ball. If you want to just even do a little melody. Whatever, and then we'll do the new hits from Rev9. Everybody on here wants to talk about how great Rev9 is. We'll take those phone calls in a second. There's but just one more. Just one more song. Retards make good friends. JFK with oh. Rev 9. Is that song over? Or is there a little bit? I think there's a uh, there's just one more. I actually have a new Rev 9 song here. here Ready? Go. Sweet. Zaxxon. Okay. That's Phil Hill. Uh, my name is Phil Dunn. Whatever. That's not Rev 9. <laughs> is this the new Rev 9? It's, uh... I don't know. It's kind of new.
Angels of Suicide. Rev 9. New stuff in the hideout. 106.7 WJFK Half A and Dubs. As the band is in studio, they are going to be um, performing live. They got a gig tomorrow at TT Reynolds. They'll be going on stage at 11 o'clock. The Speaks uh, on after them. And uh, they're the official local band of the hideout. We were talking a little business while listening to Angels uh, Angels of Suicide. And um, it looks like we possibly. Now, it we, looks like we got something worked out for the boys to be doing these stool samples at the live Lulu's gig. <laughs> plus a couple of the new hits from uh, from our boys, Rev9, Rev9music.com. People want to uh, talk to you guys. Let's take a couple phone calls. First um, Mike, you're in the hideout on JFK. Mike, you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, bro? I just wanted to say, man, you guys changed my life so much. It's like, thank you very much. Oh, terrible. come on. Yeah. Why be that way? Now, you gotta understand that. Now, do you get a lot of stuff from Caller or like... What was that? I didn't even hear it. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't understand it. He was. We don't. We don't speak or understand retards. <laughs> he was. Uh, he was running trash. Well, what did he say? He said sucking like probot. But isn't that Dave a, Grohl's yeah. project with Lemmy from? Uh, right, right, right. Okay, if you suck like Dave Grohl, then congratulations, you're doing something right. Um, let's see. I, 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 I totally missed that. All right, do you know someone? Totally do you know someone named Steve that you used to live with? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. yeah. Do yeah. we do we want to have a yeah a, yeah Steve good Steve O. All right, Steve O used to be a roommate of Todd of Rev Nine. It's the Hideout One Hundred Six Point Seven WJFK. One best story about Todd, fast and clean. Best story about Todd oh, is that oh, uh, is watching midget porn. <laughs> But that's not one best. That's story. true. That I've been over at his lot. house when he puts it in. Uh, uh, Mission porn is fun. It's scary, man. He does watch it. Uh, uh, you really right. dig that? Now he you wanted to make his license plate say midget porn. <laughs> All right, that's that's actually that's a reason to respect the man. That's actually what his uh, old instant messenger name was. Midget porn. Yeah. Midget porn. <laughs> now you and you got engaged with your chick. Your um. Yeah. Your wonderful woman, and she's not a midget. No. No. Now she can we tell the story about her and her um what was going out and the big secret out at the Shark Club? Is that okay to talk about? Uh I uh, I mean we already have I one. really don't think I yeah, I really don't I mean can't really go back, but uh I don't see why it wouldn't be a problem because Did he uh, find out? Oh man, y'all gonna make me sleep outside again. <laughs> what happened? Uh, what? Go ahead. No, I'm just saying, you know, um I don't think um People who would get upset listen to the show. Okay, perfect then. So Todd's uh, girlfriend is a stripper, Olivia, and um, she works out at Good Guys. And that's how we very first met you guys. Yeah. You know, everybody came in. So apparently out at the Shark Club, uh, I guess her dad was out there yeah. to watch you guys. Oh, uh, you're getting, uh. you, you guys are cringe. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're cringe. I mean, you might as well go. Might as well go with it. All right, go ahead, yeah. So dad didn't know what daughter does for a living. And this is the first time I'm hearing this. What? Really? <laughs> this? This is more uh, drama. Oh if you don't want me to tell me to stop if you want me to you stop. Oh, you stop you can't now. stop now. I mean it. All right. So anyway, but she she goes up to us and the first thing that she says to me and Dubs, please no mention of what I do because Pops doesn't know what I do. 
So then we're like, yeah, of course, because we want to respect. And I don't think, you know, she doesn't listen. I no, she, she actually, told actually, you told her, oh, you told the wrong people. Yeah, you should not have told us. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> we tell Todd, hey, dude, um, I don't know. I don't know. The guy back in the corner, um, and we're pointing to her dad. We go, we went up to that dude and said, hey, if you... uh." If you give that chick a dollar, she'll show you her boobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but we didn't really. We were yeah. Just, we were just playing. Man, my stomach dropped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh, my God. And then the other thing is um, <laughs> there was some guy out there uh, with a Sharpie marker having everybody sign his shirt. And we were thinking about taking a Sharpie marker, writing on her back, I'm a stripper, just to see if like, <laughs> And we didn't do any of it, though. Uh, All right. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hey, no problem. We just talked about it on uh, the radio. So yeah. hopefully everything <laughs> will be fine. But uh, we already told the story once. I just wanted to tell you, tell it with you in here. Uh, no, I appreciate it. Do we want to get her on the phone? Uh, I don't know. I, she, I think she's actually working. <laughs> I think she's actually working. What? That's what I was saying. Let's have a Mont- Let's get the dad on the phone. Let's make sure he doesn't know. Let's have a Montel moment where... Uh, I mean, you can try her, comes you can try her phone, but uh, she might be working. All right, that's fine, guys. We uh, I don't want to put you through any more hell. Here they are, Rev9. Good to see the boys again. Thank you for stopping by, guys. Rev9music.com. In fact, Dubs and I always wear the T-shirt you guys yeah. gave us. It's a great shirt. Right on. You guys will be at T.T. Reynolds tomorrow here just around the corner from the Fairfax station with a Speaks tomorrow night. Actually, uh, on uh, Cinco de Mayo, uh, we had like a uh, party outside with... Uh, with um, Hooters and everything. I was wearing my Rev 9 shirt, and one of the Hooters girls was like, Hey, do you know Todd from Rev 9? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Did, did, you, uh, did you used to date a Hooters girl or something? Or? Uh, he doesn't even know. know. He doesn't even remember. Why? Are you a poonhound? I, I, no. Who gets more, you or Tommy? What? <laughs> you hear about Tommy CBS? Oh, oh, sorry. I actually, I, I, I did at one point. I, t- I dated a, I dated a Hooters. But she's not. She doesn't live here anymore. She, but they're probably her friends. I know that girl. <laughs> she moved on the sixth of May after she brought the Hooters food. Okay. Yeah. Well, there it is, guys. Thank you for stopping by. Here's what Tommy, I need you to do, or even Dubs during the commercial break. Get the boys the, um, the medley of retard to make good friends, retard ball, and sensitive gay lover. I got to talk to our promotions guy and engineering and everything, but it looks uh, like we're going to have Rev9 out. I've already the laid the uh, foundation for that. It should be no problem. Sweet. Rev9 at Lulu's, a Friday night, 18 and up. No cover if you mention the hideout. The boys will have CDs and T-shirts and the whole fun stuff out there for hey, you. Hey, maybe I could get a free T-shirt since I've known you for, what, 15 years now? All right. We don't have extra, extra small. Oh. <laughs> the team getting it on on top. <laughs> Damn, damn. All right, when you're not around, your girlfriend doesn't have extra small either. Oh, oh. I don't know. That I don't even know. <laughs> I'm there, Tommy. Oh, Boy, that's bad. Have you seen it? I don't know. All right, let's take a break. She talks oh. in her sleep. Ouch. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back. So is your mom. Uh, regular, all right, now it's mama jokes. Uh, it's 1989. We'll do this. Um, well, Built is here. They will be in from 1 to 2 during their Ron and Fez unsigned hour uh, with the hideout, oddly enough, from 1 to 2. Uh, but quick break, come back. We'll get some other stuff that we uh, didn't get a chance to get to. And Sid Kate is here. And Sid Kate, maybe we'll talk to Sid Kate next. Uh, don't forget the boys, Rev 9 tomorrow, TT Reynolds in Fairfax. Quick break in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. In front of my babies, you got porn on homo shows up in here. What kind of freak ass is this? You two mother need Jesus. L F A G S.
Washington's 106.7 WJFK. Entertaining more men than DuPont Circle. Okay, just don't get it in my eye. Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Due to the recent number of people retiring to spend more time with their families, we here at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue are excited to offer you a morally challenging career in the political process. Do you have the ability and desire to better yourself and your position in life by lies, deceptions, and general untruths? Do you have the ability just to nod yes every time? Would you be willing to answer to another dick other than the one you know best? Can your views on war, national security, the environment, and other issues be compromised with a simple nudge-nudge, wink-wink? If the answer to these and many other soul-selling questions is yes, then do we have a job for you. Send your resume and salary requirements both under and over the table to W, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue Northwest, Washington, D.C., 20500. That's W, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue Northwest, Washington, D.C., 20500. Thank you and God bless. Welcome back into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Half and Dubs hanging out with you. Um, going until 2 o'clock tonight, Well Built will be in for a special edition of the Hideout um, from 1 to 2. Um, have you ever seen such a mass exodus from an administration before? It's I, I've heard it's fairly normal for like seven to eight people to leave the cabinet. But if you look at the overall, well, no, I'm sorry, seven or eight changes in the cabinet, which is a little bit different than what's going on here because people are actually leaving. There's not there's a few people leaving, and then they shift people around. And let's not forget the flood of people actually during the first term. People like Christy Todd Whitman, who, um, exactly, um, Karen Hughes. Just all these people who just keep leaving this administration because it's hard to work with. Because they find that the president doesn't listen to them and doesn't actually want their input because uh, Dick Cheney and Karl Rove already have everything together that they want to do. Um, now, where do you think people are fleeing most from, J-Dubs? 10800 Main Street or 1600 Pennsylvania I Avenue? Think, I think it's pretty, uh, pretty almost equal. You know, it's running almost parallel. Except for I would, our administration has just started. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. All right, Bad Monkey keeps pushing this Bush um, propaganda on me. And sure, you watch Fox News, and I understand. But if you look at the entire, it, like, how long he's been in office, the number of people who have left, and I'm not interested in talking about it because we got to move on. But I'm just saying, if you look at it overall, it's insane. And they leave miserable. And quote-unquote retiring to go be with family? Lame excuse. The lies continue. J-Dub's the smartest talk show host on the East Coast. I look like Vin Diesel in the hideout and has the best prizes ever. Um, now, Dubs, you actually said you had some respect for the first Bush president. Yeah, he, uh, he did a speech today over uh, at the uh, opening of the Clinton Library, and I only got a I only brought a clip of it in, but I listened to the whole speech that uh, George Senior put out uh, today, and it was very nice. It was uh, very almost funny, and uh, he was very honest the whole time. All right, let's hear it. So here's a, just a little clip of George Senior. Bill Clinton was one of the most gifted American political figures in modern times. Trust me, 
Uh, I learned this the hard way. And here, here in Arkansas, you might say he grew to become the Sam Walton of national retail politics. And, and seeing him out on the campaign trail, it was plain to see how he fed off the energy and the hopes and the aspirations of the American people. Simply put, he was a natural. And he made it look too easy. And oh, how I hated him for that. Another, another gripe. Bill Clinton enjoyed debates too much for my taste. You know, to be very frank with you now, I hated debates. And, and when I checked my watch at the Richmond debate, it's true, I was wondering when the heck Ross Perot would be finished and, and, and how I could get out of there. I, how old does he sound? Yeah, he, he's do- totally changed, hasn't he? I mean, it was raining outside. He might have been cold as well, but... He's got a whole thing like this, and he's talking yeah. like this. Yeah, he he's sounds like, totally different than what he used to. He's gumming it. Now, Sid Kata, you're a big Republican. And by big, I mean fat. Um, what is uh, How do you feel about how things are going with the current administration? I've not been happy with this administration for a long time, and it's the Democrats' fault it's still going, because they should have ran a better man against them. i got to say that, too. <laughs> um, the Democrats blew it. The DNC blew it. Now, uh, I want I know we didn't plan on playing this. I want to play what, uh, what Clinton said out there. Okay, cool. Yes, this library is the symbol of a bridge, a bridge to the 21st century. It's been called one of the great achievements of the new age, and the British magazine said it looked like a glorified house trailer. And I thought, well, that's about me. You know, I'm a little red and a little blue. And I want to say this. This is important. I don't want to be too political here, but it bothers me when America gets as divided as it was. I once said to a friend of mine about three days before the election, and I heard all these terrible things. I said, you know, am I the only person in the entire United States of America who likes both George W. Bush and John Kerry? Who believes they're both good people, who believe they both love our country and they just see the world differently? Wow, I forgot how good he was at lying. Yeah. I really did. I love that man. King, it, King Clinton. It, it makes you really miss him when you hear him talk, doesn't it? By the way, uh, that was the last president to win an election with a mandate. Despite what the current administration feeds you and the lies that you sheep keep uh, eating and sucking down with no problem, Clinton was the last president to actually have political capital and, um, and to actually end up winning a mandate. W is out there, too. Oh, and really? Yeah. All right, this is all today from the Clinton thing. Yeah. All right, yeah. what W say? President Clinton, Senator Clinton, President Carter and Mrs. Carter. Next president. President Bush and mother. <laughs> what? Laura and I are really pleased to be a part of this happy and historic occasion. At every stage of his remarkable life, President Clinton has made and kept countless friends who share in the joy of this day. And three people in particular have the largest part in this remarkable story. One day more than 30 years ago, inside the Yale Law Library, a fellow student walked over to Bill Clinton and said, If you're going to keep staring at me, and I'm going to keep staring back, we ought to at least know each other's name. Mine's Hillary Rodham. What is yours? That was a good day for both of them, and the beginning of a partnership unique in American history. Has he turned into a goddamn speaking spell? 
let me go back just like 10 seconds in this thing. He sounds like a goddamn robot. All right. I'm not saying, but I'm saying, anybody see a little movie called The Manchurian Candidate? Either version. This guy is very, like you said, robotic. Yeah, listen. Each other's name. Mine's Hillary Rodham. What is yours? What is yours? That was a good day for both of them. What? In the beginning of a partnership unique in American history. Now, does he think if he says and focuses on every single word, there is no way that we will end up having the Bush-isms? Is that what he's trying to do? I don't think he's that smart. And no, I mean, I think it has. I'm telling you. Well, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. What else happened, J-Dubs? Well, I got this from a couple days ago uh, when uh, George W. Uh, pardoned the turkeys. Okay. And his big laugh off he had there. Came down to a few battleground states. It's a tough contest, and it turned out some 527 organizations got involved. Including Barnyard Animals for Truth. What? There was a scurrilous film that came out, Fahrenheit 375 degrees at 10 minutes per pound. I do you notice he's a lot, he's like, he's a better comedian. That delivery was more natural yeah. than when he was talking about staring at me across the room. Sid Kata, I'm staring at you. Stop looking at me. By the way, William Jefferson Clinton, 42nd president of the United States, should be king. Um, 1992 against the first George Bush, 370 electoral votes. Um, beat him by 5 million. Wow. And in 1996, when the mandate was handed down, um, <clears throat> he had 379 electoral votes and beat Bob Dole. By 8 million votes. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a mandate. Not 1%. Not one state. Um, yes. And uh, here's just him finishing up uh, on the pardoning of the turkeys. The national Thanksgiving turkey will soon be on stage for all to see. But he's not going to end up on the table. I'm granting him a presidential pardon. Not only will I grant the pardon to biscuits, I will also grant one to gravy as well. What? I wish them well as they begin their new life at Frying Pan Park in the great state of Virginia. All right, what a, a, a sick waste of time. And by gravy, was he talking about you, Cicada? No, I would vote for a man who kills that turkey, who takes the knife in his hand Chops the neck off of that turkey. All right, so let me get this right. George W. Bush in Texas put retards to death. <laughs> but he can't put a turkey to death. But he's giving the, but he's giving turkeys pardons. Did I? Uh, did I have that uh, right? I, I agree. God damn. All right. Four uh, four more years. I'm not pardoning the biscuits this year. I'll tell you that. You're not going to pardon anything. No. You're gonna I be- might pardon the green beans. There's no need for those. <laughs> Spinach? No. Anything green gets a pardon. You're going with with stuff that bleeds. Um, all right. Speaking of the sex, bleeds of feeds. <laughs> all right. Speaking of sex, I know we gotta we gotta take a break so we can get started with well built coming in as we go till two o'clock tonight. Um, let's go ahead and welcome in uh, Porno Dan. Porno Dan, you're in the hideout. One hundred six point seven WJFK. What's up, bro? 
I just got some good news. I found out I was nominated by uh, AVM, which is like the porn Oscars for uh, of course amateur film of the year this year. Congratulations, which, Porno Day! Which film? Uh, the one, one of the ones you guys have down there, DC Debauchery 2. Oh, very nice. I have that one. Right, DC Debauchery 2, is that the one that stars Brittany Andrews? Yes, it does. Uh, Brittany Andrews, uh, and I know this. Hold on a second. <laughs> I do. I got it memorized. Hold on. Petra? Pe Petra? Yeah. Brittany Andrews and the chick in the uh, pink uh, bra. Exactly. God damn, I am yeah, a degenerate. I'm a degenerate. Uh, do, are you on the voting academy or something? You must be on my side. Now, are you going down there? I mean, are you? I'll have a booth and I'll be exhibiting. Farrah and I will be there. Oh uh, well, yeah, your girlfriend Farrah. How's that going? The happy homemaker. She cooked me meatloaf tonight. Oh sweet. Every morning I wake up to bacon and eggs or sausage and eggs. So you guys are official. You guys getting married or what? I don't know. Anything's possible. Uh, hold on a second. Yeah. yeah. All right. Hold I, on. I, I thought I heard that too. <laughs> hold on, Porno Dan. Um, he, I think he just slipped it in, kind of. Yeah, accidentally. But here's while while he's listening and while we're waiting for everything to ramp back up. What are the chances of us going AVN this year, Dubs? I've I've wanted to for the last uh, couple of years. Cameron used to tell me about it. Now, did the junkies go? Did they yeah, the junkies used to go. Could, is there any way that we could work it out where we could go down to AVN? I can, I'll, I can see. Well, I mean, let's talk to Cameron and see if we can work something out. Yeah, we'll do it ourselves. Oh, because Cameron can't make it happen. Oh, well, you know, he's busy. Oh, is he? Yeah. What? So, well, nothing in particular, but no. <laughs> what? No, that wasn't it. No. <laughs> um. All right. Well, actually, I'll welcome his help if he wants to. But all right. Well, uh, let's see what I can do. Actually, um, we're out of time, Porno Dan. Um, how about this? Why don't you come in later on in the week? Or what's tomorrow? Uh, we're ramped back. Oh, are we? Okay, yeah. there we are. Porno Dan, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Yeah, you dropped the f bomb. <laughs> I, I dropped an f bomb. Yeah, you said it's effing great. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's all right. Um, my fault. That's all right. I'm only pretty good about watching that. Yeah. The first time I've dropped an F-bomb in a long time on radio. Well, here's the thing, though. You're getting steady. Um, you're, you're married. You're almost married now. You're nah, starting to relax a little bit. different than that. Yes, it is. You're married. Congratulations. Nah. In fact, <laughs> Come the, on. the career is over, porno Dan. Oh, now, now you're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> the, you're crucifying me. Next thing you call me a Republican or something. You are. You and W. I'm sure you're going to be in the cabinet. Um, right. So, <laughs> Secretary of Poon. Exactly. Um, all right. Well, Porno Dan, congratulations. When is the AVN? When the are they? The AVN is January 3rd through, uh, through the 7th is the internet part of the show. And I'm actually hosting the internet kickoff party, which is at some uh, strip club out there and a couple other parties. Oh, it's January 3rd through the 7th? And then, well, that's that's the, the internet side. And then the, the adult film side, which is the AVN side. Right. The 7th through the 10th. The uh, 9th being the award show. All right, so and I don't the know. award shows, like pretty much like the Porn Academy Awards, Oscars. Oh, and, you know, everybody make, gets we'd have to make stuff happen quick if we want to do it. Yeah, we want to get out there, but I just don't know. Um... I mean, you guys could definitely get media credentials, no problem. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out how we can uh, broadcast from there. Yeah, how JFK can make that happen. Cause that they wouldn't can... be that difficult. I mean, you've got, what, you're three hours behind. Well, I just, I'm just saying, they can't, you know, we can barely broadcast from in here. Right. Much less broadcasting from uh, from Las Vegas. Yeah, but you know, there's a lot of media. I mean, there's a ton of media there. I like, maybe, maybe we should just go and record stuff. You know what I'm thinking, though, Dubs? Mm -hmm. Be honest. Um, I don't know if I want to be around all those radio people. Not but there's not that it. many radio. Yeah, but, but if we're Porno right. Dan, you know. Yeah, if we're hanging. And Porno Dan will introduce us to everyone. I'll, I'll take care of you guys. We'll walk around fair and I. We'll introduce you to everybody. Sweet. She knows a lot of chicks. 
Oh, sweet. Yeah, Corolla's wondering when's the next time we're going to bring one in so we can turn them down. Yeah, yeah exactly. Why? Why am I going to keep bringing... You know what? Maybe it's time as a male porn star to bring them in for Corolla. Maybe then I'll jump in the movie. <laughs> you know what? I'd love that. Cicada, you want part of that action, too, since you turned down a porno Dan chick? That's okay. I don't need male porn stars in here. All right, stop. All right. That's okay. I would what never do that. Thinking? I still love Cicada. Yeah, he's some. There's some about him. There's something. There's a redeeming quality that he has. from poor little jailbird. Yeah, <laughs> I, love, I love Porno Dan. <laughs> All right. Well, Porno Dan, congratulations, Thanks, brother. Guys. All right, we'll talk to you. There he is. We gotta right. take a break. We'll come back. Um, kind of a different vibe to the hideout. It'll be uh, well built in here doing some acoustic music as they were the winners of the Ron and Fez Unsigned. Retard Ball, thank you for stopping by, brother. Appreciate no it. Sid Kata, um, you're going to see you tomorrow? Yeah, I'll be here. All right, <laughs> you know what? You know what I want you to do tomorrow? Mm. You versus Private Pile. Oh, Jesus. I haven't decided what yet, but you versus Private Pile, I want you to come up with what it's going to be. All for Tia's love. Eggnog drinking contest. Eggnog drinking? Can you do that? Yes, I can. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break. We'll come back with Well Built. Uh, hideout going until 2 o'clock. It's 106.7 WJF. Okay. Um, the Hideouts. Your favorite hetero show. Don't be ashamed you're entertained. Two straight guys sitting in a room. LFA and G-Dubs. They like trucks and guns and girls. Now who's the mo? Me. The Hideouts. RadioHideout.com. RadioHideout.com.